Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Another record for NASDAQ. Technology shares continuing a rally. NASDAQ up today by 20 points to 6169. That was a gain of three tenths of one percent. Chipmakers pace gains. The S&P 500 index did touch an intraday record before retreating by a point and a half at 2400, down one tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials down two points, a drop of less than one tenth of one percent to 20,979. Getting word that Instagram appears to be back up after an outage for some users and Starbucks suffered crashes at some of its payment systems today following a routine technology update. Gold up 690 the ounce, up six tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate Crude down six tenths of one percent to 48.57 a barrel. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pell. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets and Bloomberg Radio. Then what you see is what you get. So what we did see over the last uh, couple of days, we saw those 13F filings coming out, giving us some insight into hedge funds and well-known investors, where they are placing their bets, where they're selling. Uh, let's bring in uh, Nat Baker. He's editor of the Bloomberg Hedge Funds Brief. Joining us in, uh, he's normally based, are you normally based in Hong Kong? I am now, yes. Oh, so we just got lucky? Yeah, this just, week I'm, I'm in town, so. We are lucky to have yeah, you in town. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> he's in our Bloomberg 1130 studio right next to me. Hey, I, we're going to start with uh, something you um, gave us a heads up on, and that is Brevin Howard uh, losing some money. Indeed, yeah. So Brevin Howard, and, and in fairness, it's not just them. Hedge funds, as as we know, across the board have been losing assets for about a, at least a year and a half now. This has been going on. And, and now their flagship fund, the Brevin Howard Master Fund, which was about $10 billion about a month ago, lost at least $1 billion of that in, in April alone, so about 10%. And they're down to nine billion. And, and as a, as a whole, their assets have about halved in the past year. And it's the same thing. Performance has been has been you know mediocre or, or poor. Fees are too high. Uh, you know the returns when they are there aren't necessarily differentiated from what's going on in markets. So and and this is just kind of the continuing malaise that that we've seen in, in the hedge fund industry uh, going back about a year and a half now. Like I said. Um, as it relates to that, I mean, you know, their, their numbers weren't good, but the, the, the money is just keeps coming out. And so it seems like really big chunks. You would think that everyone who wanted to get out would get out quickly. Yeah. I mean, they, it, there, there are certain mechanisms in place to, to avoid that. Because if you had something like that, if you had a $10 billion hedge fund that suddenly went to zero overnight, that would cause all kinds of problems in, in, in financial markets. So uh, as a result, and also the investors, as they've come in, have been gated. They've been had various lockup terms. Um, and then when they do redeem, there's usually like a quarter or more before they're allowed to get their money back. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's probably the reasons behind that we're seeing this more of a, a trickle than rather than just one big big hit. But it's kind of staggering, and you're right. To be fair, it's not just Brevin Howard. It's a lot of hedge funds, well-known money managers, um, where we've seen a lot of outflows. I mean, might not the tide turn as we get back to kind of a more normal environment and we don't have global central banks being so part, although the ECB is going to be still part of kind of the investment environment for a while, but but the Fed, the U.S. Federal Reserve is certainly backing out off. 
Yeah, and, and that's what a lot of people have said in the hedge fund industry, of course, and elsewhere. And by the way, to, in, in fairness, it's not just hedge funds. This is a, a broader right. secular trend where you're seeing money go away from actively managed funds into passive funds, you know, these, these index tracking ETFs and, and things like that, which are a lot cheaper. But to answer your question, it, there has been, at the start of the year especially, there's a lot of talk about how, you know, with, with Trump, these markets are going to be different. And, and in a market like this, you really need an actively managed uh, portfolio to be competitive. And that's, that we kind of haven't haven't seen that yet. Um, it, it may still happen. I mean, it, there may be some truth to that, that, you know, things are, you know, quite dark right now in, in hedge funds and, and that they're, they're going to get better, that, you know, some of the funds are going to start performing more. I mean, and the hedge fund industry hasn't shrunk, right? Uh, no, I think it has. Oh, has I, it? I, thought, I, thought I think it, like, a little as- bit, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, both in terms of the assets that were managed and in terms of the, the number of funds that are out there in the marketplace. Now, what, what some might say is that this is a healthy correction, that you had people all over the, the place who were, you know, rolling out and, and, and starting funds and charging 2 and 20, even though they didn't have any, any particular edge, and that this, this type of contraction is, is healthy. Um, so that's that's another another part of this. So, but on the whole, I mean, there is a very big, broader, sec- what appears to be a secular move away from actively managed funds, including hedge funds, towards passive funds like ETFs. Uh, it is. It is from you know we saw we saw that coming. At least I, I don't know we, we, when you look at the way that some supposed long short managers are managing their short books or using ETFs yeah. to do it, and that just seemed to be so lazy, especially to charge big fees on top of that. And, and by definition, you know, the, using an ETF to be short, you're going to get a correlated asset, which is not what you're paying for. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and right, a lot of the funds that say they're long short, they, they, if they hedged at all, they, they did it through ETF, or not even ETFs, options on ETFs a lot of the time. And they, so there was very, there's been very little what we call alpha, right? The outperformance of a benchmark. And when hedge funds did do well, it was often that when, when markets did well, and, and then when they did poorly, they didn't protect against the downside. And then on top of all that, they were, they were charging fees. So, so if you add all that together, it just kind of doesn't work as, as a business model. Hey, can we talk a little bit about um, the 13F filings? Because yes. We, we caught up with uh, Barry Eggers, who's founding partner at Lightspeed Venture Capital. They were the first outside investor in SNAP a few years ago. Uh, and SNAP was something that came up a lot on those 13F filings. Indeed. And, and, and that was interesting. A lot of hedge funds did. It looks like they bought into SNAP in, in the first quarter. Uh, the IPO. Oops. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, they, the, the shares have since actually Snap. rebounded. I think yeah, nice one. Sorry. Over the, over the last week or, or, or a couple trading days, at least, that the shares have rebounded. Um, and also, the big sell-off I think was in it, it was this quarter. So we don't know actually. The the thirteen Fs, as as we know, they come out on a they're they're a little bit dated when they come out. These is these are hedge fund holdings as of the last trading day of the previous quarter. Right. If they got in at the open, correct. I think so. It may even be the yes, exactly. So, so that yeah. they bought into the IPO and, and they were holding it then, but so this was uh, one of the one of the one of the stocks that that looks like it was pretty popular with hedge funds. Coa Two uh, Management was the the biggest one, uh, the hedge fund that had the biggest stake in, in Snap, uh, in in Snap Inc. Twenty one million shares, three yeah. percent of their book. And at, yeah. at the end of the first quarter, at the end of March, uh, Snap was up thirty two percent off that IPO. So. Sorry. Not too shabby, Pretty right? Shabby. And they did sell off now in the, in the early stage, early stages of this quarter, but then yeah. they have since rebounded, like I said. So, so that was one. Another one was uh, was yeah, Facebook. five seconds, ten seconds. I was going to say Facebook was another popular stock for hedge funds. Tech, yeah.
I wonder if they're chasing returns. Mm. Just saying. Nat Baker, you're the best. Always fun to have you here. Editor of Bloomberg Hedge Funds Brief, based in Hong Kong. We found our way to our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York City. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio.